That was our uh, old friend Barbara DeAngelis, sounding uh, energetic and youthful and uh, really a lot of fun. And, and uh, she is incredibly prolific and, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, very passionate about her beliefs and, and uh, what she's written and spoken about. And, I, and you know, I, I think uh, Barbara has helped many, many people over the years. And I think uh, the areas she's uh, gone into uh, are, you know, she's been a pathfinder. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, she's um, matured, as we all have. But she's uh, that focus she's had on integrating the inner gains of spiritual practice with the uh, outer world, especially in terms of relationships. Um, you know, she's been doing that now for 40 years or more. And, and she, you know, my guess is she knows a whole lot more than she did then. Right, and right, absolutely. A and, lot uh, of uh, one of the things she brought up that's been a, a continuous theme uh, amongst our guests is that uh, when a person grows spiritually um, and there are events in the world that are not uh, to one's liking, uh, that's not the time to just uh, go in a cave and stay away from it all. But that's the time yeah. to, uh, to actually stand up and deal with the world and uh, take your spirituality and uh, try to change the world with it. If you, and as somebody said, if you're willing to sit down, you've got, you got to be willing to stand up. So in other words, if you're willing to go inward uh, to grow, you have to go outward to grow as well. And she was very clear about that and uh, spoke about that very yeah. strongly. And, and I was very happy to hear that because, you know, there's more and more people uh, from our generation who have recognized that in the past, we may have mistakenly uh, shirked some of our responsibility as citizens in favor of, you know, the quietude of meditation and right. uh, non-attachment from the world. And um, I think people have seen through that folly. You know, I'm working on this biography of Yogananda, and that was uh, something he faced his whole life. He just, you know, wanted to go off and be a recluse in caves. And he did, you know, become a Swami and not a householder, but his guru was adamant about that, you know, you, you have responsibility in the world. In fact, if you're not going to have a family, you have to think of the whole world as your family right. and, um, and behave accordingly. And um, I, I think Barbara's making a very good point, and I like her notion of cosmic grief. I really identify with that. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting term. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people from our generation Phil, that uh, have felt that a lot of their, their not necessarily their life's work, but, uh, but work that they participated, especially in earlier in their life, and they supported throughout their lives, uh, is uh, some of the, the gains they've made in the environment and civil rights may be reversing themselves in, in the United States and other parts of the world. And I think it's very depressing and discouraging for people. But like anything, including the stock market, Nothing just goes straight up. Everything goes uh, up and down. And, uh, and, and, and um, uh, I think it's, it's the, the same with progress in, in those areas as, uh, as well. So, uh, you know, yeah. she addresses that. And, and I think and it is of, an issue. I think one of the uh, functions Barbara and people like her have served, that is people who are deeply spiritual and know a lot about mm -hmm. the spiritual path, um, and have lived it, 
and who also address um, concerns about outer life, whether they're addressing uh, business or career or politics like Marianne Williamson or relationships like Barbara mostly does, they're teaching people to integrate the gains of the inner life Mm. with the stuff that, you know, takes up most of our time. And, and I think one of the great functions is we have a tendency as human beings to forget that we're, we're bringing ourselves into every situation. So if a relationship has a problem and your spouse is disappointing you or pissing you off, it's always the other person's fault or the relationship's not working and all that. And forgetting, you know, that we have a certain amount of power in it by cultivating the best of ourselves inwardly and that all these things can be used for our spiritual growth instead of seeming like impediments to our spiritual growth. Right. Yeah, no, no, it's... uh, The other thing I wanted to just mention was that, you know, when I think about it, Barbara was one of the first folks amongst our peers, uh, our group of spiritual seekers, uh, that sort of said, you know, uh, I I want to go out in the world and, and practically apply the spirituality to relationships, to sexuality, to different areas of life. And she got uh, criticized by a lot of people for doing that. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think, in fact, it was inevitable that the, those, uh, you know, those directions were taken or discussed. And uh, it was uh, not taboo subject matter, but it was actually subject matter that uh, was very healthy and hel- uh, helpful for people. And in so doing, she became, uh, uh, you know, one of the first people uh, in sort of that self-help area, but who mm-hmm. came out of a, a, in originally a, a, an area of pure spirituality and uh, yeah. applied it. Well, I, you know, as one of those people, you know, I, was, I never achieved the kind of fame that she did mm-hmm. or that uh, John Gray did or other people who entered into the world of book publishing and seminars and mm-hmm. so forth. But I was one of those people, and I wrote about a lot of things. And I got some flack, too, in my own small way. And all I can say is that collectively, those of us who went out, and especially people who had the success people that Barbara and others had, um, collectively, we reached more people with the, the, right. the spiritual message than all the idealists. Um, who might have been critical of, you know, what what we were doing. I mean, you know, Barbara has sold millions of books. Mm-hmm. Now, those people may be buying those books because they want to have a better uh, relationship or to have better sex or whatever, but they're getting the perspective of a knowledgeable spiritual person in there. It's not just psychology. Mm-hmm. It's it's deeply embedded in a spiritual foundation. And the same is true of certain other psychologists and physicians and authors. And, you know, that is a way of reaching people that others cannot do. Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, One last point, Phil. 
if you can update our listeners on the progress of your book, which is a biography on Yogananda. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm it's, curious. Uh, I'm, in right finals, I'm in the final. I'm in the final in We're in March of 2017. The book it will be published in March of 2018, and I am going to hang up now and get back to work because I have to finish the book. Finish that book. All right, till next time. Okay, thanks, Dennis.